You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. So hi, you're listening to the Happiness Hub podcast. This is week two of our Happy Appy program where we're helping you get better mental health and well-being. And this week is going to be our first week into the program. We're talking about gratitude. So I've got Ben here with me today to tell us all about that. Hiya, Ben, how are you doing? Hey, Kedrin. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. Looking forward to this podcast. Yes, I've been you. very grateful for it. <laughs> I, like, I like to see what you've done there. So tell us, tell us more about gratitude then. How can we be more grateful? Well, I think firstly, with anything, it, you've got to know there's a study done that if we know how things work then we are more interested in them you know what I mean like you know and I think the same with the gratitude so I think the reason why we've done this in this app is because we want people to realize the importance of it so I think we've all been told come on be more positive and you know be grateful for what you've got we've been hearing that since we were little really you know be grateful but I don't think people realise the true power of it. And I think it has been tamed a bit over the years, probably by our parents. Be bloody grateful. (laughs) There's some kind of contradiction in that term. But like the idea, the power of gratitude. So um, there's been so many studies done about the power of gratitude. You know, it's been talked about by many kind of spiritual books, mindset books, religious texts, being grateful, you know, saying thanks and, and But now science is starting to back that up, the power of that. So the idea of not just going, oh, I'm grateful. Yeah, thanks. I've done my bit. Right, bye. You've actually going, look, it, it actually changes the chemicals in your brain. It actually changes your mood, it actually starts to make new pathways in your brain just by being genuinely grateful. So you could say then, well, what, what does that mean and what does that entail? Well, firstly, our brain's a muscle. So our brains do what? it's been in what's been installed what's been programmed so if you think about it like anything you do something 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 again do something again do something again it's then installed it then becomes subconscious so like brushing your teeth like driving a car like riding a bike that's why they say it's like riding a bike so the idea of gratitude is you know that we've trained ourselves as a society to not really be grateful we've trained ourselves to look for negativity and to complain because that's what we do we like to complain about the weather and woe is me and misery loves company so it's knowing that we've got to install new positive gratitude pathways in our brain because we're just not doing used to doing it so that's why um i've come up with this week in the app where people actually throughout the whole the app they have to do it because you know repetition we've got to install it is to every night write five things they're grateful for in their app and so that's why it's week one to get it in get it installed sooner rather than later mm-hmm. so to get into their brain that you know to think of things throughout the day what am i grateful for what do i like about my job what do i like about my family now of course that little voice you ready be like but i hate my job I hate this I hate the weather I hate the government I hate this and that's because we've trained ourselves to do that so it's it's the natural task is to spot things throughout the day that you're grateful for and asking questions and then every night in the app writing the things you're grateful for but what's interesting about this Kedrin is when I've done it with my type clients the amount of people that say they struggle to write five things they're grateful for when we've all got a lot of us have got roofs over our heads water in the taps it just shows you we're so trained not to think and stop 
and uh, and start to be more grateful. So it's yeah, it's a great so. first week. I think a lot of people take things like that for granted, don't they? That we've got a head a, a head over our shoulders, that we've got a roof over our shoulders. <laughs> That's <still> true. <laughs> yeah, and food on on the ta- table, but not everybody does. So it's sometimes reminding yourself about those little things, isn't it? How how long have you been practicing uh, gratitude? Is it something that you you've had to work at? Well, not to kind of like make yourself out easy, but I think I've always been naturally. Um, I know you can't really say the glass is awful because people don't like that phrase, but like I get it. But I've always tried to take the positive out of a situation. Yeah. Always have. I remember. Um, I think I said it on the previous podcast of the interview I had a couple of months ago that you know when we had a family wedding in Blackpool, it was it was black as night outside, and then. Soon as we finished the photographs for the wedding, it then poured down. And of course, everyone was, oh, isn't it awful? Isn't it awful? The weather, isn't it awful? It's awful, isn't it? And then I was like, well, at least it rained after the photographs. So no, one air, no one's air got frizzy. And they're like, oh, <laughs> bloody our Ben always looks at the positive, doesn't he? Our Ben always. And I thought, well, why not? It's not that I'm trying to like sugarcoat it. It was mm. just that there's always something we can take from it. And as we know from mental health, it's not about pretending you're somewhere you're not so this week is not about pretending that you're not feeling not good it's but it's about this is where the starting point is that's why we put it for week one the power of gratitude the studies have proven it changes it, it loosens and lessens depression mm-hmm. it, it low it lowers anxiety it lifts serotonin which is the happy chemical just by being more grateful so that's why it's in every single day throughout the whole six weeks because we want people to start to stop and go right what am I grateful for? And even asking your brain open any questions is, is, is a positive because it starts to create new pathways, which is then collecting the happy muscle, which then starts to make you naturally more um, grateful and naturally more optimistic. Because what I found with it, people say, well, I'm not, I, can't, I find it really hard to be grateful. And you're right. You wouldn't go to the gym and pick up a 50 kilogram weight and go, God, this is hard. Because <laughs> you know you couldn't pick up a 50 kilogram weight in one go. Mm-hmm. So you'd start on five, then 10. And that's why we're training from week one in the happy app to be more grateful because just bit by bit and stopping, at first it's weird and alien to us, but then it'll become natural to you. So as your days go on, even on your wobbly days, even after the app's finished, you'd be like, but what things am I grateful for today? Yeah, that happened. And I'm not denying that wasn't great. That's, it's not about sticking your head in the sand and denying things aren't great. But there are some things I'm grateful for today. So I'm grateful for that person that actually saved saved me in work today when I was really struggling with that project. Or I'm really grateful for my beautiful husband or wife or you know someone that helped me through today. I'm really grateful for my kids because even though today wasn't great at work, um, they made me smile the picture they drew. Do you see what I mean? You can mm-hmm. still, amongst wherever you are on that emotional scale, the top or the bottom, um, you can still find something to be grateful for. And it's a win-win because you feel better and chemically you feel better as in the sense of it actually has been proven to, to, to lift lift your mood. So when you were talking about like the wedding, thinking back then, are you somebody who is naturally thought about things to be grateful for? It, it sounds like you, you already have that kind of mindset. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Probably. And it's not, again, I'm trying to say I'm better than anyone or I've got it easier, but I think I've always been like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I've always tried to take the positive from it. I also know that we're not all the same person and some people have had different upbringings. Some people have had different, you know, thoughts and people, some people have had some real harsh lives so far. Yeah. So it's something you don't naturally do. So it's not me to say, Oh, it's easy to get over it. But that's why I'm saying it's all about training your brain 
to go, you might not even, the amount of clients I have messaged me when I've given this this task and gone, I'm really struggling to find five things. I know it's really bad because they're not used to it. But it's not just finding things like, yeah, I love the sun. Yeah, I love my kids. Yeah, I love, you know, it's about stopping and going, but take a second and soak that up. Why do you love your kids? Because they make me smile. Mm-hmm. You know, they tell me they love me. You know, they, they make me proud of how they're doing at school. I love the sun. Why do you love the sun? Because I love the way it warms my skin. I love the way it makes the grass smell. Um, I love the way it lifts people's moods. Can you feel the difference by just yeah, stopping yeah, yeah. and actually just expanding it rather than just going, yeah, I like the sun. I like my kids. <laughs> it's taking that second for you. You're flexing your own happy muscle. You know, whenever I say that, it always sounds dodgy. <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but like, can you, can you feel the difference in them by sitting, why do I like the sun? Yeah. Why do I like my kids? Why did it with students once when I used to be a teacher, when I used to be a lecturer? And I said, like, to these disadvantaged kids, and I did a whole lesson, um, I worked with their mental health, a whole lesson on gratitude journals. And I got them all to write things they were grateful for. So we did it in one session. And the first 20 minutes, I got them to write things. And then I sat with them and I said, do you mind sharing them? And everyone was like, yep, yep, no problem. So I got them to read a few of them out. One lad, and again, it quote a naughty lad, said, um, I love my nana. And I was like, oh, why are you grateful for your nana? Well, you know, when my mum left us, my, uh, me and my dad had to move in with my, mo- with my nana. So obviously it must have been his dad's mum. And she looked after us and she took care of us. And I went, that's lovely. I said, why else do you like your nana? And he went, oh, she, she cooks like wicked dinners. Like, and she makes really nice cakes. And I said, what else do you like about your nana? And he was like, oh, she's like, she always gives me a hug and says she loves me. And I was like, great. And then we moved on to someone else and she loved the dog. And I said, right, why do you love your dog? And she went, um, because oh, it just makes, she always, when I come in the house, she's always running around the waggy tail and jumps up me and pleased to see me. And I said, why else do you love your dog? And she went, oh, because he, when he runs, she runs in with like wet paws and my mum goes mad. And, and afterwards we did finish the session and I were wrapping up and I said, right, how's everyone feel? And one of the girls, who was one of these quote naughty teenagers just said, I just feel so much lighter. And someone else went, yeah, I do. Now, these teenagers were all independent. They didn't know each other. Most of them didn't know each other. They were just put into my group. And I went, yeah, that was us just taking a second to go, what do I like? Who do I love? Mm-hmm. What things am I thankful for? And it lifted the mood of that group. And, you know, and that's just the power of us stopping to go, what am I grateful for and why? Yeah. And I think the why bit is the key. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned there about encouraging them to write them down. And so I've, I've heard the term about people having gratitude diaries. So is it enough to think about these things or, or how much pow- how much more powerful is it right actually writing it down? Well, obviously, it can't be, uh, I think, uh, clinical. I can't clinically say that it's better writing them down. But I think a lot of people say by physically writing it or typing it, there's there's if you think about it, when you're writing, I love the sun it literally slows you down and then when you're stopping going why do I like the sun or why do I like my neighborhood why do I love my job or why do I love my kids for me to say that it's probably half the times it is to write it mm-hmm. so I think it's you're just expanding it more you're you're, you're fleshing it out more you're and, analyzing it aren't you you're going yeah, at and, a bit of a deeper level and that's why 
for me, obviously, the app is a is a collaboration of myself, you, and Liz in bringing kind of our knowledge in these certain areas and that's why i've got it that's why every day you're writing five things you're grateful for it's like an online appy um great gratitude journal because it's every day on this app you've got to write five things you're grateful for because i want people to start to think what am i grateful for and at first it's weird like i said but i want to practice and see the benefit of actually stopping and going what am i what am I, yeah doesn't mean that i'm i'm faking it some things in your life you might not like what things do you like Mm-hmm. And in them, the things that can get you through the day, those are things that can shift your mood set. Um, there's been some evidence. And again, the promise of a lot of times with mental health is a lot of it is pseudoscience in the sense of it's hard to prove it. Like we know that four to six weeks it takes to change you know, when you move something in your house. Many times I've heard this story four to six weeks to create a new habit. But how do they prove, prove that? Mm-hmm. But we all just kind of know it, that we just know it takes a few weeks to get used to it, something moving in our house. So a lot of things are harder to prove, but I think physically writing them down or putting them in an app and taking that second to do it, you will feel different. Then the gratitude things, are, they've started to prove it through experiments and getting people to write it and the different chemicals that were produced. But that is the key. I think you said it's, 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 it's writing it down. It's, it's taking that time to do it and, 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 and seeing the benefit from it. Do, do we ask people to write five different things every day or can we have a bit of a crossover what's your thoughts ah, on that? well i don't want people to become a chore but the idea of it is you're telling me this and this one again it's not me picking anyone because i was the same when i you know when i, I when i started doing gratitude journals um because I, I just felt good to do there's not five things each day it doesn't mean it has to be you know first you pick the big things but you can just be grateful for what your child said to you or when they dropped the cocoa pops on the floor and then you end up laughing it's this there must be five things in your day that, you, that made you smile or made you go oh that was nice and it's but what we're trying to do is train people to see them more so whatever happens we can't deny that you know life happens but we start we could start to get relief by seeing seeing the brighter and lighter things in life mm-hmm. and that's why it's all the way through this app it's a simple thing but there's there's so much power in gratitude and i think that's why if you look at a lot of religious texts and spiritual texts, wherever your beliefs are, it's irrelevant. It's not about, you know, kind of ruffling any feathers there. But there's a similar theme and feel in them all. You know, that the power of thanks, you know, you give thanks over food. You thank, you know, whoever you believe in for your day, for your food. So the, the kind of knowledge has always been there, but we kind of forget to do it, to go, yeah, I'm grateful for this and thankful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 now it's been proven through science that it does change your chemicals and it releases serotonin and releases releases depression so it's something to kind of definitely definitely try yeah i i like that thought about just picking those little moments during the day that have made you smile and it reminds me of like why is it human and i think i asked you this when you came on our podcast the first time is that our brains and i don't think you, you, we, there's an exact answer to this but our brains always go down that negative path so like if if i was going out leafleting when i worked at slimming world and i i'd speak to quite a few people especially if it was a sunny day and i'm putting leaflets before covid by the way through people's doors yeah. but then occasionally there'll be one person who might be quite rude to you and then i feel like oh, that's the thing that's stuck in my brain. And not all the nice things and the lovely things that people, I, I'll, I'll just ponder on that one thing that went wrong. So is that about changing your mindset as well? 
Well, yeah, but that's but we're doing a week on letting it go as well. But the, okay. and that's a technique you can do. But what you've just got to start doing is well, going back to what you said is the reason. Yes, the kind of is basically if we're stressed, our body's in fight or flight mode. Now, most people have heard of that. So, fight or flight mode is when your body feels in danger. So your your eye seeing a tiger has the same chemicals running through it, fight or flight. If you've been stressed about COVID or being stressed about money or being stressed about kids or being stressed about your neighbours or being stressed about that comment. So when we're in fight or flight mode, what do you think our brains are trained to look for and to dissect? Negative things or mm-hmm. positive things? Negative they look things. For, they look for negative things because it thinks it's keeping us safe. It's looking for danger. So the person moaning at you about your leaflets is danger to you. So that's why you're looking for it. And that's why you're chewing upon it. And what could I do differently? And Because your brain is trying to keep you safe. So the power of this, and we're going to talk more about it in letting go a week, but the idea of observing your patterns, like just you going, hang on, I know we're digressing slightly, but it's not, it's, it's, it's part and parcel this week because the app is obviously all together. Mm. But the idea of going, right, I see what I did here. I, I picked on this one thing and, I, and I've let it run right in my brain. That is fine because that's what I used to do. So it's about smiling and spotting those patterns. And that's what we're doing. So, you know, in letting week six about letting it go, but, it's about now, just like you said, installing new ones of just what things am I grateful for? So that backs up. That's why a lot of people struggle to be positive at first because they've trained themselves to be negative. That's why people get in after a bad day and go, oh, I'm stressed. What am I going to put on? A murder documentary. I'm like, what? <laughs> and that's why, because they just want to do it. They want they want to kind of carry on that, that theme because subconsciously they're looking for danger. And that's what you did. So and it, really, it sounds really extreme. But that's what you were doing. So you might have been slightly stressed that day or slightly, you know, a bit nervous about giving out leaflets. So your body's looking for negativity. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Completely relating to that. And I think maybe a lot of people are feeling a little bit like that because of, of COVID. And I suppose even more so now it's thinking about what you're grateful for, because COVID's affected everybody in so many different ways. People have lost jobs. People have lost family and friends. And maybe it can be quite difficult at this sort of time to, to find things to be grateful for, like you were saying, but even more so important to do that now. Yeah, a really interesting point here, and I want to kind of interject you a perfect time to say it, is sometimes people think we're being grateful, we're like trivialising the, the terrors we've been through. Like a lot of people didn't want to smile or laugh during COVID mm. because, well, people have died. Yeah, it is awful people have died. Of course it is. It is awful people have lost their jobs. But why shouldn't we still smile and enjoy our lives? And I think it's this weird kind of guilt we have that if we're happy it's unfair and others aren't happy but i'm sure and vice versa if i was struggling because like i said to you covid hit my business quite hard that if some people are thriving from it amazing i want them to thrive i don't want to because by because what this weird myth again is if i suffer i've got more to give if i suffer i've got nothing to give Mm -hmm. so actually by me making myself poor does not make you rich me making myself unhappy does not make you happy. Nope. Well, this weird kind of thing that we do that, oh, I better not laugh because some people are suffering. I better not be happy. And it's subtle, but it's there. So even though some things may be awful going on, there's still things are grateful for. We can look at other countries and, and, and you know, I hate this kind of analogy of third world countries, you know, that have, may not on paper have as much of us, as much as Western cultures, but they're happier. We could look at them and go, oh, look at them. You know, they haven't got this, that, and the other. But actually, they're a lot happier than us because they probably enjoy what they've got. And um, and I think they're that's grateful a, for it. They're great. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. 
they're grateful for it. So the thing is, it doesn't mean that I agree with every political decision. It doesn't mean that I'm happy with everything that's going on in the country, but I'm choosing to take the best out of it because when the vote, when the election comes or any elections, I vote. When we have a debate about something, I've got an opinion. But until then, there's so many things I'm grateful for because I'm grateful. I've got you know this great machine in front of me that I can chat to people, or to you, uh, chat to people around the world. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I can go bed and actually on a comfortable, warm bed. I'm grateful. And I know some people internally <laughs> might be going, oh, you know, but that's <laughs> the thing that like, oh, it makes me sick. But like, we just, don't get me wrong, I'm not sat here going, oh, I love this couch. Oh, I love the sun. Oh, I love the telly. Oh, I love my feet. Oh, I love <laughs> But you get the gist of what I'm trying to say is it's just starting to go. You can still be grateful in the darkest of times for certain things, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a practice. When the studies have come, they said it's, it's a practice. They said, you've got to practice it. The university of California study, one of their out points, the kind of in in the summary was it's something you've got to practice. That's why people find it weird and odd at first and hard because they're not in practice. It's something you've got to practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's weird. Weird that you have to practice it. But then I suppose, being from my background and knowing about changing your mindset, that I would expect that. But I also just want to drop in something here because I know we were talking about it earlier. I went to something called a Frazzled Cafe this week, and it's run by Ruby Wax. But she talks about mindfulness. So she has a certain kind of some sort of cognitive mindfulness that she does about busy lives and again this this goes back to being grateful but also practicing things and she does a lot she talks about being mindful and and how you can practice it and we'll probably be talking about that during the six weeks of our app but she said exactly the same as you that you have to practice it because your brain will always go back to what it's always done so she says you when you start doing mindfulness your brain is going to start wondering you'll be thinking about what you're going to have for dinner or uh, what's gonna who's gonna win MasterChef tonight or whatever it's going on and she says the thing to do about it is not beat yourself up and I think as a society particularly British society we do have that level of guilt and whenever we do something we don't do it right the first time we find it hard then we kind of beat ourselves up but even the the, the gratitude thing is that people kind of feel like well I'm boasting because I'm grateful that I've got a roof over my head or I'm, I'm grateful because I've got a bed to sleep in things like that but but no, these are things that every person should have. And There's a few good points why to kind of pick up on. You're right. Firstly, what uh, Ruby Wax said about uh, the idea of practicing. Remember, your brain is a muscle. You wouldn't. You, we all learn a musical instrument through practice. We all learn a language through practice. We all learn a car through practice. Yet somehow, like I said, with mindset, it's kind of like, oh, one yoga day at work, and you're like, oh, I'm there. It's something you've got to practice, and it's something that people again, sometimes don't want to do. So it's not me being harsh. I'm saying that's one of the truths. So Ruby Wax is absolutely spot on. You've got to train your brain. You've got to install a new program. And as we know, when we move something in our house, it takes four to six weeks. Hence why we've done six weeks of the app. So we've given some people the absolute, you know, accountability, somewhere to put it in, somewhere to help them train. Um, And then your second point, I've completely forgot. Damn it. (laughs) I I did so well. Um, You said about... People feeling guilty when... when, Yes, so... Yes, that was it. So the idea of, um, we're recording this quite late, people, by the way. Me and Ked quite night owls. Um, but yeah, so the idea of feeling guilty, like, you know, like I said, me making myself poor does not make anyone rich. Mm-hmm. Me making myself sick does not make anyone well. And it's this weird thing of, I can't gloat. The thing is, you can be grateful without, I'm not saying go and put on Facebook, like, I love this, I'm grateful for this, but just say it to yourself, because you are grateful. Like, there's nothing wrong with feeling grateful. There's nothing wrong with, um 
being you know being grateful for who you are grateful for the, the the job you've got or grateful for your kids you know it's it's not this thing of well i'll suffer so then i don't feel bad but then we all suffer then we're all kind of in this kind of suffer part mm. so it's about kind of going you know um like what things am i grateful for and, and it's good to feel it and then positivity spreads you know because when i've been in staff rooms and the people start to moan and I remember one staff room i went i mean literally went right i'm bored of moaning what things do we like and then like and they went what i went come on let's do it and then we had a really good laugh the second half of lunch turned right the way around because people deep down this is the key really people deep down want to be happier people deep down want to be more grateful people deep down want to have more fun people yeah, deep down it, yeah and i think it's it's just we just get trained this kind of weird kind of normality of just to moan and yeah it's rubbish isn't it Oh, it's rubbish, isn't it? Oh, I hate the government. I hate this. I hate that. I don't like this. The bloody rain. <laughs> every so often, stuff you, falling from the sky. Every so often, you go a little bit northern. Where are you? Where were you, you from originally? Because no, I'm from Crew. It's just I think it's when I do when I do impressions. I'm normally northern. I can do Savin. I'm very poor. I sound <laughs> I like I'm a really poor Oliver. Give me more. Give me more, sir. It just reminds me of, I don't know if it's Monty Python, and I can get away with this because I grew up in Yorkshire, but, you know, like the whole thing about when I was a lass, I used to walk 20 miles on broken glass to pit. And then <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of it because sometimes you get into like a moan off with people, don't you? And people are like, oh, this is terrible, but it's not as terrible as what happened to me. <laughs> you find that a lot, yeah. And actually, my northerners, I think my, my, well, not I think, my nana came from Manchester and then my granddad came from Cumbria, so... The northern roots are probably there. My granddad used to speak like that, you know, yeah. our lass and our lad, and yeah, maybe yeah. that's rubbed off slightly. <laughs> but, uh, um, but then I've lived a few places, and my accent sometimes sounds different. Yeah, yeah, it does happen, doesn't yeah. it? There's nothing but, wrong yeah. with being northern, by the way. I like it. Oh, well, well yeah, well, I think the, well, this is where the weird thing is. I think crew is the beginning of the north. I think we're classed as the north here. But if I go to the north, they don't know. They're gateway to the north. Yeah. Mm. But if, if I'm down south, I'm definitely a northerner. They call me Peter Kay, even though I sound <laughs> nothing like Peter Kay. Um, <laughs> Go to shop up north. <laughs> put wood in all. Yeah, but then if I go to your Newcastle, northeast, they're like, you're not northern. I'm like, hey, make up your mind. Mm, so, I, uh, I, have, I have the same problem because I live down south for a little while. We're digressing a little bit, but I say things like daft and a gar garage, and then like, no, it's garage and daft. But then my dad lives up in New Newcastle Castle Way, up in uh, County Durham, and they think that I talk posh when I go and visit them. Anyway, <laughs> funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, but the, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? How well we all talk. This is, this is a podcast, we're allowed to digress slightly. Yeah, good, good. Talked about gratitude a bit. We've kept on, on, on like tangent, which is good, really. Yeah. I think, generally. I don't, don't think we've done too bad. So, I want, I want to wrap it up by talking about things that we're grateful for. So, I'm going to practice a little bit. So, Ooh. do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? You, uh, got, you should have a gratitude off. You say something, I say something, you say something, I say something, and then whoever stops and errs first. Oh, God. Loses. It's got like Mallet's Mallet. Yeah, do you have a Mallet's Mallet? <laughs> yeah, tell me age now. All right, then. So who's going to go first on the oh, gratitude off? God, you go first then. Okay, so the rule is if you err for more than a second or two when it's your go, you've lot, you're out. I'm going to okay. crap at this. I mean, not very good. Yeah. <laughs> I've been very good at my swearing. <laughs> On my app, I swear a bit more. Um, okay, so, uh, okay, grateful. I'm grateful for my camper van, Daisy. Oh, is it called Daisy? Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. 
I'm you buying time? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Damn it, you guessed. I'm grateful for my other half cooking dinner tonight when I said that I would do it. I'm grateful for my nephews because they make me smile and they're growing up too fast. Aww. I'm grateful for my cat who sits in the um, spare room with me most of the day while I'm working and uh, comes and sits on my lap every so often, gives me a little bit of a bit of loving. I'm grateful for modern technology that during these times we can still chat like this and interact even from our homes. I'm grateful for my lovely friend Liz that um, I'm doing the podcast with and uh, has introduced me to you. I am also grateful for Liz for introducing <laughs> me to you. I'm grateful for my new plant that I bought today called Cassandra. There we go. I'm grateful for you padding out the word. I am grateful to give me extra time to think for stuff because it made me smile. <laughs> oh, God. I'm grateful for... You've lost. Well, I no, the thing I is, of course, I'm only joking. Win. It's a bit of fun, this <laughs> When you do it like this, have a bit of fun with it. You realise there are, and just think how it, how it feels good to do it. Yeah. It doesn't mean there aren't things going on. It doesn't mean that we're trying to deny things aren't pretty. Some things aren't pretty out there. But we've got a choice. We know some things aren't pretty. We know there's dog muck on the floor. We don't want to keep looking at it and focusing upon it. We need to be aware of it. But there's so many more beautiful things. I think that's what we've got to start doing, like Ruby Wax said, is train our brain to mm -hmm. start to see things differently. And that's what we're doing this whole app. That's why it's week one. That's why it's every single day during the app is to write five things we're grateful for for whole six weeks. I think we might have invented a new game there, Ben. Need to paint in that. Yeah, do you know another one as well you could do is when you go, where you actually ask for, um, so what you do is like, like you'd say, you're grateful for your cat. And I'm like, why? And you're like, because mm. she's, and I'm like, but why? And you're like, uh, because she makes me feel loved. But why? Uh, because she keep see what I mean? She can get, you can yeah. really kind of, Keep, keep it going, fleshing it out. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like a kid's game, isn't it? Because kids always do the why game. They get to a certain age and they're like, why is this? Why is that? But why? <laughs> you're like, well, like, oh, thank God yet? for Google. <laughs> but the thing is, you can see here, it's just training our brain because we're asking open-ended questions. Our brain is just the computer. Us, me, Kedrin, our personality is, is the windows, is the operating system. So what we've got to do is just train it and ask it questions like, what am I grateful for? If you listen and get your family to do it every night, one woman used to get her kids to go, what are we grateful for today before bed as we're putting them to bed? Mm. Five things you're grateful for. Make it part of the natural thing to do. It's not that you're denying what's going on, but you're just celebrating the things you have got. And it makes like you feel that. better. I it's really improving. like that. Training your kids to think like that so they grow up with that as a tool for them. I think that's yeah. great. God, I'm not a parent, and I wouldn't like to profess to be like the I'd be ever be the perfect parent because I know I'll, I'll be rubbish. Um, but like, it's the thing of just trying to do things as best you can, and everyone, every parent's doing the best job they can. But just little tips and tools to help the kids to be more grateful for things. I think so, you do yourself a disservice there. I think you'd make a fun parent. I'd, yeah, you're right. When I've done those personality tests, it says I'm fun, but no authority. Which <laughs> <laughs> is sums up my relationship with my nephews like no authority whatsoever yeah but as if they know your nephews you would not be there to be authority you're supposed to be there to be the fun uncle aren't you exactly so, well yeah. now the uncool uncle because now they're getting older i'm uncool oh, um, well, <laughs> you'll come out the other side eventually <laughs> oh yeah i know deep down they love me yeah i don't i just i just really really ham up the uh, uncoolness <laughs> yeah because that's the time we can really embarrass them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. 
there's anything else you want to add about gratitude, Ben? Have you covered all bases? I think we have to have fun with it. It's just be easy with it. It's not a telling off. We're not making you feel bad. Don't feel bad if you can't think of things you're grateful for. But remember, it's a practice. It's a, it's a muscle. We just haven't, we don't flex it that much. So it's practice. But I promise you, you'll feel better instantly and you'll train yourself to feel better more consistently. And you'll train yourself to naturally think of things you're positive, but you're grateful for without even trying. Because like we naturally point things out that are negative, we'll naturally point things out that are positive. Nice. Yeah, just, just just changing it, just tweaking it out a little bit, aren't we? Just reframing. Same same Vista, just we're looking at different things. Great. Well, we'll leave it there then, I think. And next week, we're going to be talking about self-care, where we might have a special guest. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have to be quizzing me on self-care, Ben. But I, I'm, I'm looking sure... forward to that. Let's turn the <laughs> tables. We have hopefully got a guest coming in, so fingers crossed. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Ben, for today. It's been really fun talking to you, as always. It's always a pleasure. (laughs) And uh, we will reconvene next week to talk about self-care. You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy.